So here we are. Welcome to Garblet Games. It's Thursday. We're going to do a couple of sessions of Fallout with the gang. Uh, I said, I'm thinking about doing some Fallout. And Roger was like, yeah, I like Fallout. Uh, Fallout in Britain. He was like, do you mean I can have a moustache and like speak with a terribly over-the-top British accent? Boom. And Pat was like, did somebody say Fallout? I mean, she wasn't actually in the conversation, but somehow heard Fallout across the ocean and kicked open the door and went, Fallout, I have cosplay. I've got that shit already. <laughs> Empty Fallout with, without inviting an American. Good golly. <laughs> it's a terribly British Fallout. So, because I am <laughs> crap at knowing my way around America, uh, I went, you know what? Let's put Fallout in the UK. That way, when I get it wrong, the Fallout fans won't come for me. <laughs> Because, true say, uh, I have only really played Fallout 4. So, Pat, hi, how you doing? I'm doing fine. You know, you want to hear something really, really funny? You've had I enough time to finish your character? Even... Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I, I have finished my character. Yeah, I've got a full character. The, the funny thing, though, is that I haven't actually even played the video game. Any of them. <laughs> I feel less bad, then. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I've been I've been playing a Fallout. I played a Fallout like live stream for two years, so like I feel like I know everything about it. <laughs> That's okay, then. You know, you know, you know everything. You got the law. I've got a vault suit, so you know that's that's Instacred. So can can we assume from your vault suit that you are playing a vault dweller? I am indeed. Yes, I'm. Uh... Oh yeah, right. We're doing introductions, aren't yeah, we? Go ahead. Let me tell you a little bit about my character. Hi. So. I'm going to be playing Kathy Kitt. She's a uh she's an American vault dweller who uh uh woke up in the uh the wastelands of London and she's ex uh eager to explore this exotic new land. She's perky, she's exciting. She can be a, a little bit flirtatious now and then. Uh and she is uh, a terrible uh bisexual and uh she's Really good at seducing the masculine types, but really good at being seduced by the uh, the types with feminine wiles. <laughs> I took uh, Black Widow perk. You took the Black Widow perk. <laughs> fair, fair. Y'all knew I would. Yeah, it was, it was coming. We knew it. It was one of the two. Rog, what are you doing? What are you playing? Uh, so, hi, I'm Roger, and I'm playing Lieutenant Horatio Sterling, who is one of the late Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II's glorious redcoats to keep the peace in what is now the remains of London. We did try it in Birmingham, but we couldn't frankly tell the difference between before and after. So here we are. All right. So Simon is currently in the process of connecting to the Zoom call. Uh, and we can find out all about the Rosicrucians in a minute. So I've... Um, Done a little bit of a fast and loose thing with... Oh, oh, here we go. It's all getting real. Here comes the great Zaldini. Drum roll, please, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I've been playing... Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Huzzah. Everybody's got sound, and we did it within the hour. So it's all gravy. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for your patience. No, all good. Um... Do you want to tell us about your character at all? Who are you playing? What's he do? Uh, so I'm playing uh, Everest Preacher. Uh, he, I can't, I've got to have a bit open. It tells me where the bloody is. I closed off the other stuff, but not that. Um, I'm a member of the uh, Ro. Go on, tell us it. Rosicrucians. I'm a member of the Rosicrucians. So it's like the Brotherhood, but yeah. in but in London pretty much uh so so i'm a fixer uh i go around finding tech fixing tech um stealing tech uh blowing up tech so other people don't get it that kind of thing i'm part of that one group yeah well, they're also known as the noble order of the knights of the red cross because guess what they're the red cross so one of the advantages that we do have with being able to play around with role is that we can throw character sheets up on the screen so folks can see what's going on. So if you want to know how special a character is, look at that. We can see Simon's special stats right there. And we can see that he is a genius par excellence with a maxed out intelligence of 10. And we could do that for all of the others. But it also means that 
you, the viewers, can vicariously live in glory by looking at the group's action points total. So action points, it's a 2d20 modifius game. Works the same as Momentum does in Star Trek. And no doubt if you've been watching the North American Collective with their Acton Cthulhu, you'll be a lot more familiar with Modifius 2d20 stuff. So we have three players. We start with three action points. We have three players. I start with three action points. Ah ha 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 ha. Players can generate action points by scoring more successes than they were needing to, which is cool. And I can score, I can gain action points by getting more successes with NPCs, which is meh. But they can also give me action points if they don't have enough dice to make a roll. And they're like, let's take a risk and give Ben action points because he's a really nice GM and would never do anything horrible to us. They can use their action points to buy D20s out of cost there. Obtain extra information about what's going on. Reduce the time it takes to do something long and complicated, like push someone's innards back inside their bodies. In combat, you can take extra minor actions, you can take additional major actions, and you can add more damage using action points. The most useful thing that I've found so far for action points is that extra dice. Taking an extra dice is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Now, over here on this side, we've got a dice roller. Uh, because this is a 2D20 system, most of our dice rolls are going to be on 2D20s. Plug in 2D20s and roll them. Ding, ding, ding. You can see the numbers up here in my part of the screen, which is kind of handy. So you know what they're rolling and no more of Roger's just relentless cheating. So because it's Modifius 2d20, it's target number and you need to roll below it. So you want low numbers, the lower the better. Is it equal or below or below? Equal or below, yes. Equal or below. Uh, and some of the skills that you have. So, for example, if we look at Lieutenant Horatio Sterling and we go to his skills, you can see that some of his skills, such as the skill small guns, an agility-based skill is at three. But it's also got this little pink tab right there. That means it's a tag skill, which means that if Roger rolls a small guns roll, which is small guns and agility on 2d20s, and gets less than a three, that's critical success. Well done, Roger. You shot someone critically. Smashing. Right. Uh, that's the short version on how the dice rolling stuff works. There's some handy other little bits and pieces here. So there's the chat thread. So nobody slang it off the audience in chat. And it's got like an emergency X card thing. So if I do that, like bing, 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 alarm, alarm. You have said something. Um, luck. I haven't added any maps. So that was a good one to add. But look, we got some of the awesome magazine things from Fallout. Look, everybody. Ooh. Have dog will travel. Awesome tales. And we can throw little bits of that up as and when throughout the game. The classic Nuka-Cola ad. Oh, I should have gotten a Nuka-Cola. Damn. You can't have everything. I know. And last but by no means least, the map that I am using, which is absolutely gratuitously stolen from another post-apocalyptic second session this is from mutant year zero the big smoke oh, nice. yeah so it's a nice post-apocalyptic london map with some fancy little bits on it that show us what's going on where but it also divvies up the zone quite nicely Loading can take a few seconds, sadly. So the big version of the map for me to draw on. But there we go. The Dark Castle. Hmm, I wonder what that could be. The Column. Ooh. Whose Column? At Old Ben. Now we've established that the USian Embassy is somewhere down here. In this little area here. And I can draw as well. Look. You... S A near the 
Alright, we're we're big stink, uh the evil eyes, zone ghouls, weird light. Oh, USA! 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 Oh, I shouldn't do that. I think it's somewhere to the left of there. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us to the purpose of our adventure then. A teamed up exercise between a Rosicrucian scribe and a lieutenant in the Redcoats, because an energy signature has been detected in South London. Somewhere in South London, a building has lit up and we don't know why. So we're going to send a technician who knows his stuff in the form of Everest Preacher. And we're going to send Lieutenant Horatio Sterling with him as part of an operation to find out what's happening down there in that part of London. So since it's fallout, they all begin in the same way. War. War never changes. Only in this case, it's not the USA that's suffering from the out after effects of the war. Well, they might be, but they're out of touch. Instead, it's Grand Bretagne. And so London is a nuclear wasteland. Shattered remnants of its former glory, filled with strange ghoulish creatures, horrifying plagues, monstrous plants and terrifying survivor gangs living off of the wreckage and the ruins. A bastion of society has grown up around the old Tower of London. Where it's a regular shared... Saturday night, isn't it? Well, yeah, pretty much. Where the Rosicrucians have formed a community in an attempt to fix things and make things better. So the Rosicrucians are based out of there. Rog, where did you say the Redcoats came from? Uh, they come from Buckingham Palace. Buckhouse, yes. I feel like I should give you a bear hat. Oh, no, they're, they're reserved for the people on guard duty at the palace. Smart move. So Lieutenant Horatio has travelled southwards where he's met up with Everest Preacher and the two of them are about to embark on entry into a building that hasn't lit up in many, many years. And by many, many, we're talking 200 or so. Electrical lights, something you haven't seen in a while, just clicking on. Maybe there's something worth having there, but we need to get there before the ghouls get there and start swarming the place. And so the building that stands before you is an old townhouse, large in stature, Tattered in glory, the shredded remains of a flag out front from a distant nation. Exotic, strange, unfamiliar. What do you want to do? I say that's a jolly unusual rag on the pole. Doesn't look like some proper colours. Are you going to kick this door in or do you want me to pick it? Well, have you tried the handle first? I'll uh, I'm, try I'm, and ho- I'm just going to uh, try and open it. I'm, I'll, 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 I'll do the lookout bit, and I shall look up and down the street to see if I can see any ghouls. No, can't see any ghouls, Lieutenant. Yeah, Lieutenant. What bizarre pronunciation is that? <laughs> Why am I getting a horrifying um, Dad's Army vibe from Simon? Is <laughs> that wise, sir? Don't think so, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I'll try the door handle. It's stiff and stuck, but with a bit of force, you manage to bust your way in through the door into a marble floored reception room. Large flagpoles up both walls, plenty of eagles everywhere. So the lights, did you say there were lights flickering? Yes, and electrical lights that have gone active for the first time in hundreds of years in this room. Uh, Blood, bloody hell. That's jolly unusual. We normally save our electricity for the kettle. Right. Well, Huge seal there, no. up on the wall behind the reception desk. Um, what does this seal of the president look like? It's like an eagle holding nuclear bombs or something, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> I mean, this is fallout. That's definitely it. <laughs> Go for it. I might I, I, I reach in my bag and try and find a small piece of parchment and, and take a brass rubbing. 
like just a you know big signs all over the wall saying welcome to the united states embassy in a variety of languages united states where the buggery is that is that somewhere in scotland well must be north of the watford gap there must be bizarre place well, better not take any chances. Fix bayonets, and I'll fix my bayonet onto the end of my hunting rifle. Splendid news. That seems like a sensible thing to do in an abandoned building. All right, so who wants to give me an appropriate role? And I'm going to look at what the roles might actually be here because I'm being a dumbass. Of course, it's a survival role. So it's an endurance and survival role. Now, I believe that you can... Click on survival and, and endurance gives you part of a reference. And then if you also click on your endurance, it gives you the full reference. <laughs> and then you can just tell it to do the thing. I can. Wow. That is just the second worst role you can actually get in the system. They're Rog, good skills. Right, so if I click on the skill, where so special mind. endurance skill survival. Yeah, special endurance skill. Um, Amusingly, I'm actually supposed to be quite good at that. <laughs> I'm just as bad as you. Oh, look at oh, that. No, the rerolls are, are rattling good. in even as we speak. Are they? Yeah. I got to start with one. Thanks, Nye. I can't see anything. I'm blinded by this light. Right. So, yeah. Nothing particularly special in here. Your attention is clearly drawn by the skeleton wearing a tattered old uniform sat behind the desk the reception desk how you hadn't noticed this chap before he appears to be wearing some kind of military garb dark clothes peaked cap it's difficult to make out what exactly he looked like what with him being a skeleton and all what a bizarre looking uniform it's not even red what's that funny thing on his head it doesn't look like a pith helmet oh preposterous well, danger, you probably danger. Oh, is there something here? Did I will? Can I look around? Yes, you can. At the sound of danger, danger. At the sound of danger, danger. You look around, and squeaking out of a back room is a clanking old protectron. One of the robots that they use to guard important sites. Oh, yeah. This is a foreign model, not one that you're familiar with. You may have seen some of these sorts of things around. But this one, where's that come from? How odd. And it comes clanking towards you across the floor, tortuously slowly. Every step it takes, it kind of goes because of all the rust built up around its joints. And it's lumbering in your direction, shouting, danger, danger. Um, are we, we going to? Um... I'm going to take cover. Yep. And and then I'm going to take a shot at it. Okay. So that means we go into initiative order now. Your initiative, Rog, I believe, is 17, which is utterly ridiculous in terms of the game because it caps out at seven, at 20. Uh, Simon, what's your initiative? Uh, 10, I think. My initiative is 10. Okay, so that's you and the Protectron both going on 10. So you're going to snap off a shot then? Yes, right, let's give this a go. So you roll the skill first, so small arms. Is this your hunting rifle? Uh, Yes. So... Uh, got a 10 and a 12. I'm not sure if that's good or not. Uh, 10 and a 12. What's your difficulty on shooting stuff? Uh, 12, I think. I've so got a 3 and a 9. A 12 is a success then. Oh. And is it seeming a 10 is a success as well? And a 10 as is well? a success as well. So that's two successes 
on your shooting. So you fire at this thing as it lumbers towards you. And so what you need to do then is roll your damage dice for your long rifle. Uh, which will be under with... weapon. So in your weapons, open up your hunting rifle, click the damage dice and it and add an extra one. So set that up to seven. What? And then roll them. What do you mean? Well, so you got because you got two successes to hit it, so that's an extra success on the hit. I see. You could just roll six. I don't mind. There we are. Okay, whatever that is. Now, because we're modifying threes and fours, do nothing. Ones and twos do that much damage. Fives and sixes do either one or two points of damage, and you can add an effect. So you've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points of damage with that shot, and you can add up to three effects. Now, the damage effects you have are piercing and vicious. Piercing goes through armour, and vicious does extra damage. Good. Right, let's... uh, let's Add, so I can add three effects? Yes. Okay, let's go with piercing and vicious. Can I add them more than once? Um, yes. Sure, why not? I'll double-check the rule, but I think you can. And if not, you should be able to. Well, well it's probably armoured because it's a robot, so we'll go with pierce, piercing twice and vicious once. Okay, so that's eight points of damage piercing. Because it's piercing, you can ignore two of its points of armour. Your bullet slams into it. And it staggers backwards. You've punched through some of the significant chest armour. Driving it backwards somewhat. And it starts spitting out sparks. Danger! Danger! It looks significantly damaged. Excellent. Well, you see, if that was a British model, that wouldn't have gone through. You can tell it's foreign. Simon, what do you want to do? Uh, I shall I shall pull out my laser pistol and shoot it as well. Okay. That seems to be the uh, the order of the day. Um, so that's one hit. All right. So Nine with your hits. laser pistol... You've got four dice of damage, and one hits it enough. Kapow. Uh, One, two, three, four. Roll them. Uh, The four and three don't do anything, but the two does two points of damage, the five does one point of damage, and activates an effect. Piercing. So So what does does fire rate two mean? Fire rate two means you can shoot it more than once. Each one will use up a charge. So, Rog, remember to take off one of your bullets. And Simon. um, I have a fusion cell. Oh, there you go. All effects are activated fully. Thanks, Eldath. Appreciate that. Good crikey. That means that that's a horrendous deal that you get there. All effects are activated for each effect you roll, which is spectacular. And suddenly makes combat much easier for my Friday game. Uh, where's my ammunition? I can see my ammo type. But... Um, ammo is under weapons. Oh, and you'll yeah. have the types of ammo and you can just open each one of those and reduce charge. It is indeed in danger from these two. Your, your shot blasts through the casing on its head. Punching a hole right through it. However, it doesn't appear to be damaged enough from your fire to actually be suffering any more than it was a moment ago. And it is going to attempt to get back at you for those shenanigans. Mm. That's jolly unsporting. Yes, and it's going to use arm lasers. Arm lasers? Yeah. So it points its like pincery hands at you and they start to glow and it opens fire. 
So I need to roll ding ding two d twenties. Ooh, do you want the good news or the really good news? You got a complication. I got a complication and it didn't actually hit because Ooh. this thing's rubbish. It's it's firing on body plus guns, which is a total of seven. So it opens oh. fire with this blasts of laser energy all over the place, scattering the wall behind you with fire. Clearly it's targeting computers are off. And as it tracks fire, something in its wrist waist motivator kind of goes crunch and leaves it locked in a sideways position, pointing off at an angle. Which does mean that, Roger, you're up again. So it's now locked facing the wrong direction. Yeah. Well, no point wasting ammo. Charge! I'm going to try and jab it with my bayonet. Okay, that's a stabbing <laughs> roll. And no, strength and melee, I believe. Oh, this probably wasn't the best idea, but uh, well. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Let's have a look at why that's not a great idea. My strength is nowhere near as good as my... Uh... Strength five and oh, 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 that's quite a good Mind roll, though, you, I think. Two threes, and oh, it's not a tag skill, so sadly you don't get those as criticals. There is, however, two successes to stab it with your bayonet. Good. Which is your machete. Three dice of damage. Activates piercing. Ooh. So, doesn't activate piercing because there's no effect dice there, but five successes on damage, one of which gets through its armour. You stab it in the chest. Ow. Danger. And yet it seems not yet finished with you. It is going to... Try and activate its self-destruct. I'd say, what foreign devilry is this? Now, in fairness, I've got to get sevens. So, you know what? I am going to spend a point from my action pool to buy an extra dice to try and blow you up with. This could could be quite short. Oh, ho! So, I have two. two successes on the blowing up of you. Well, balls. Like it's a spare uniform, just in case yours gets a bit hold. <laughs> so, we have six dice of physical blast damage coming your way. So, it's physical damage, which means it will come off of um, your physical damage reduction, which should be listed on all of your respective body parts. forgotten my number what is it six uh but two successes extra dice there we go roll them okay that is one two three four five six seven points of damage and the effect that comes with that is blast so it's an area effect anyone in close, which means it hits you both. Hey, how's it going to hit me? Well, you have to be close to use your laser pistol. You use the laser pistol. Oh, okay. You're close enough. I mean, you're not, like, next to it. I'm, I'm all good. Or maybe not. So is it it's, uh, energy damage, physical damage? It's physical damage. Yeah. So whatever your physical damage reduction is comes off of that. Yeah. Is that on your... Is that the torso or? Uh, yeah, we'll do it to your torso. Well, uh, I don't know how many hit points I have, but it's a lot less. I have 12 and I've just reduced mine by one. Where My physical damage reduction is one. So I take one off of every dice roll, yeah? No. No, no you, it's one off the total. You take one off the total. 
and One then take the remainder to your torso, which I believe is okay. six. What was the total damage again? Sorry, five. Total damage was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh dear lord, ow. Uh, now, if you take more than five points of damage to a location, that's yeah. that's a, a concern. And uh, Well, that's definitely happened. Yep. Damage and injury. So you may have taken an injury. Do you get cover from it? Because we're behind, well, I'm behind the desk. Ah. Uh, you were further away. So, you know what? Reduce all of your damage down to, down by one more. Okay. Simon, for being further away. Do you still take five damage to one location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, because if, if it's sick, because I've only got defense, I've only got armor, I've got armor reduction one. Okay. So what we'll do is we will roll to see what location was hit rather than just saying it's all to the torso because otherwise you're both down and bleeding and that would be horrendous. I'm not sure it's going to make any difference. Oh, it will because uh, down and bleeding is... No, um, no, no, I mean if it's the location. Torso, Location-wise, it will be arm, leg, torso and head. If it hits you in the arm or the leg, you'll survive better. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So... Locational hits. To do this, there is a roll, a d20 roll. One and two yeah. is the head. Three to eight is the torso. Nine to 11, left arm. 12 to 14, right arm. 15 to 17, left uh, left leg. And 18 to 20, right leg. So, uh, first dice, Roger. Second dice, Simon. Yeah. So on a 10, Roger, it is indeed your left arm that takes the hit. And Simon, it is your torso that takes the hit. Okay. And when your arm is hit, you drop something that you are holding in that arm and can't perform any actions using it until mm -hmm. you get your arm repaired. With the torso, you begin bleeding heavily. And you will suffer two dice of physical damage, ignoring damage resistance, each turn until you get some medical attention. However, okay. you can do medical attention to yourself. Cool. So I've taken six damage. Yes. Um, I've got six left. Yes. I need to do medical attention. Now, so intelligence plus medicine... Yeah. We'll do that. You have a first aid kit, so that gives you an extra dice. Uh, so three dice. Three dice. Um, clear. One, two, three. Roll. Okay, so I've go. got one crit. i got one crit. One crit. Three, three successes and there. Three, yeah, three successes. So you could fix three points of the damage that you took to your torso and or two points and stop it being an injury. I'll do two points and stop it being an injury. Probably the wisest life choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. And you can then attempt to do the same thing for Roger's arm, if you wish. Uh, yes. So uh, how many do I need to fix Roger's arm? Um, it'll be the same again. It'll be de-injurying and damage reduction, uh, oh. healing. No, so so just two. Two successes. No, because 13 is a success for you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 13 is a success. Yeah. So three yeah, successes. So three um, you can use one of those successes to have it stop being an injury if you want, Rog. Yes. So that you can use that arm again, which is necessary if you wish to use your rifle one more time. Yes, I'd say that's probably a good idea. Okay, there is some light coming out of the room that the robot was just in. Well, well thank you kindly, sir. That was a dastardly trick of this foreign machine. You can see why we made them better in good old Blighty. We should probably go and have a look in there, though. I'll say pointing at the room with the light. Uh, yes. Um, could we, should, I assume the desk isn't blown, isn't shot to hell. 
is there any kind of um, anything that tells you what 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 rooms and what levels are in the building and something like that? Yes, yes, there is. Um, mostly offices. There's a security office, which is where the robots just come out of. Yeah. And there's a basement level, which is marked yeah. as restricted. Yeah. And all the floors above are meeting rooms, offices. There is also a lecture theatre on this floor. On the other side behind reception. And no, elevator fine. shafts, but they probably don't work anymore, given that the top of the building's not here. Um, Horatio, there is um there is a basement here marked restricted. Oh, that sounds jolly fun. We should probably go and have a poke around in there. I definitely but, uh, think that's perhaps something we should do. That looks before... like that's a security suite. Uh, that light's coming from. Well, that would explain why that uh, why the protectron came from there. Well, let's go and have a go and have a butcher, shall we? Yeah. And I will go towards the room. Entering the security suite, you can see that it is a very classic in appearance security office that you would expect to see in any given episode of Leverage. Batch of screens on one wall, all of which are currently down. Uh, Security computer on the main desk. Which is powered up and has a little cursor blinking. The Protectron's charge unit is in the corner and there is another dead fella sat in the desk at the computer with a pistol in hand and a bullet wound in the head. Uh, is the pistol usable or is it like dead? Uh, it'll take some fixing up, but yes, it could be made usable again. Uh, well, I'll wheel the corpse out the way of the computer or drag the corpse out the way of the computer. Uh, to allow uh, allow the my fine my fine chum here to see if he can do his techno magic while I look over this. Poor I shall fellow. take out my my broken spectacles and place them upon my face. Okay. And then I'll um, and then I'll uh, I'll be like, oh well, I've seen one of these before. I know what's going on here. Do you? Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Now you are yeah. the. Um, technical expert of the group so i suggest that this is probably an intelligence and science check or an intelligence and repair check probably intelligence science is fine i mean they're both the same for you so it doesn't yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. matter yeah. um i might i might be tempted to use an ex- an action point you can go ahead and do that that's not a problem oh yeah unless everybody says no don't let simon do that no so three dice Three dice. Yep. Uh, so two successes. Okay. So you managed to bypass some of the security on this terminal. And it seems that the reason there's power is because the American Embassy of London was using uh, technically illegal but diplomatic immunity fusion reactor in the basement to power uh, the place, which means fusion core. And fusion cores are valuable as. Yeah. It also explains why the lights are on. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to use your second success to obtain more information or do you want to bank it right back into action points? No, more more information. More information. So if if there's a a fusion core down uh, down in the basement, um, is is it access locked? Is it... What other information can I get about being able to open it? Okay, so the fusion reactor in the basement is connected to something called Project Popsicle. Yeah. And there is another Protectron registers being down there, although it seems to be damaged. Okay. You can see its statistics pop up and it's got leg and arm damage. Okay. Um, Horatio, uh, there's a uh, looks like there's a fusion core down in the basement. Uh, there isn't. There is another protected drone down there, so uh, we might want to try and take him out from the stairwell. 
Uh, can we turn it off from here? Um, I'll have a look. I'll have a look to see if I can access and turn or, it off from here. Or potentially reprogram the thing. I wouldn't give it a go. So the, the pistol, Rog, is a forty-four Magnum. Oh, glorious. With three bullets remaining. Uh, I will make a note of that. Um, so I think the only thing with uh, me trying to turn it off is if I fail, it will probably be um, more aware. If you get my drift. Well, the moral of the story there, my good chap, is don't fail. <laughs> uh, right. So uh, clear that because I'm only running two dice. So uh, can I try and access it? Yeah, absolutely. You want to try and hack it. That's going to be difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that will be, uh, you will need more successes. I think that's going to be a difficulty three to hack a Protectron. So you need three successes okay. to be able to pull it off. Right. So that's not going to, I'm not going to, I wouldn't even be able to generally do that. Yeah, you could um, buy an extra dice or more than extra, one. Yeah. Or you can't, you could buy one. Yeah. Actually, you could buy two, but you'd have to give me an action point as well as taking yeah, one for yeah, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'll, it's fine. I'll bluff it out. Uh, Horatio, I think it would take me quite a long time to um, to work out that. This is a slightly strange language that I'm used to. Oh, well, you know, I did see some funny, funny spellings in the hallway there. They clearly can't speak English properly. Well, yeah. you know, I don't I want to be late. Just, don't, do it, don't want to be do late. The old-fashioned so way. I don't want to miss tea o'clock. Well, let's uh, go have a poke around, see if something else is here. Yeah. All right. So we head down into the basement of the American Embassy in London. Mm-hmm. Using the security guard's ID badge that I probably should have mentioned to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consumer professionalism. <laughs> the, the basement is dark and dingy. Only two fluorescent strip lights. There is a faint glow coming from further down inside. The fusion reactor isn't just like sat there in the first room you come to. There's a storage room with boxes and piles of stuff. We'll we'll wade past that. Wading past all of that. You can smell that fusion core. I can't imagine there's any tea. Tea, you say? Well, we can always we can always check the boxes afterwards. Well, well, uh, probably a big all the box ghouls. full of ground coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, ghouls. Well, uh, they'll be here soon. The they'll be here soon enough, you know. Give me and um, thinking of the role. I want to say endurance and survival, but that's actually a searching. We're looking at perception and survival, actually, because we are. Seeing if we can identify the thing. Perception and survival. Yeah. Uh, I got a a success. Um, a success. Okay. Um, Rog, you got two. So that's more than you needed. Do you want more information or do you want to bank that back into your action points? Um, well, I would quite like some more information if there could be a possibility of tea being present. Not so much tea, but you can hear scurrying and scuttling in amongst the boxes. Sounds yeah, well, sounds to you, Lieutenant, like uh, powerful big rats. Yeah, say there's some of those bloody rats present. Probably best we don't go poking around there. Let's just deal with this Protectron and see if we can get to something interesting. Aye. Yes, I would like to get my hands on that fusion core. Okay, so we we do not stop and confuse things with our rodent problem. But we head deeper down into the basement. There is a big security gate. Thick crisscross metal. Uh, but you do have the security pass for the upstairs security guard. Okay, we'll give it a go. And it works. And the door pops oh, open. Smashing. And leads into a room containing 
an American made, which thinking about it, yeah. Simon, I think I'm pretty sure that Everest would be able to recognise American made fusion devices. It's not like they're super common. No. There's no, an American made definitely... fusion reactor running and live in there. Okay. Okay. So this is definitely going to be running more than just just the lights in this building. Most of the There's drain seems here. to be coming out of it to something on the other side of the wall. Right. Okay. You can Give see cables running into the wall and then stopping. No, that looks like it could hold something interesting. Uh, yes. Could even be a kettle. <laughs> Do Americans even uh, use kettles? I don't know what a kettle um, is. No, but um, I'm pretty sure Horatio wouldn't know that. It's true. What's occurring, Simon? Right, so it's basically just the wall, isn't it? Yeah, it's going through the wall. Okay, so are there any vent? Is there any venting going into the wall? No, there isn't. There isn't. Uh, you, know um, what? you could do another perception and survival roll if you want. Okay, I'm going to pop some mentats. Ooh, <laughs> you strange folks and your pills. Yeah. Hey, make the most um, of them. Use them while you've got them. Using while he got them, um, so that gives me a three dice because that gives me an extra. Oh, sorry, re-roll one d twenty on perception and intelligence tests. Okay, so it's two dice, but if you don't like one yeah. of them, you can re-roll it. That's fine. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll re-roll one. Hey. Okay, so that. Um, so what would it be under? Um, that's a good point because it might be a tag skill, in which case it, it might qualify. be a tag skill. It, yeah. I think it repair is a tag skill for you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, two successes, yeah. uh, which is enough for you to identify that this wall is not one continuous wall. It's been quite well disguised, but there right. is a patch of the wall yeah. that was clearly once a doorway that has been okay. bricked up from this side and painted over to disguise something. Okay, so um, so can I do something sneaky, uh, in which case use my uh, second fusion core as a small detonating device to uh, to make a hole in the wall? Wow, you want to blow it up using the fusion core? Okay, give me... No, 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 I have, I have an energy pistol. Yeah, that's the fusion core I figured you meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to use my second... There's di- that's a fusion cell. Fusion cores are in yeah. different... Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to use my spare fusion cell uh, is that why, sir? Should we not check for, you know, a switch or something first? Slap it on the wall, pull big red tape, and say, yeah, we should probably step that way. Intelligence and repair. I was worried I was going to pop out a ghoul. <laughs> okay. So, um, intelligence, repair. Um, I've got a two successes. Okay, that that is enough for you to rig it to do an explosion but not right away yeah. so you're able to step back behind the nuclear reactor which will provide you some cover from the ensuing well, explosion is, well it's only it's only got one round left in it so it's not a fully charged one has it only got one round left yeah yeah because remember it's got it's uh, two shots isn't it fire rate two yeah fusion cell and i've got two fusion cells oh, but each one has got multiple charges oh, okay yeah, you're, okay. you've got two fusion cells, so you've got one with 15 charges, um, uh-huh. so that one would be down at 30. So down to 14. Oh, 13. And um, you've got the one at 10. Okay. So, all right, well, yeah, you know, 10 charges from a laser pistol fusion cell is definitely yeah. going to take that wall out. Yeah, that's the plan. And the wall is gone. It is no longer presenting an issue to your further progress. There is a sub-basement here. On the wall inside, it says, Welcome to Project... You can't read the rest of it because there's burn damage. Somebody just let off a fusion cell grenade bomb thing. 
<laughs> that, that's me. Why don't you people ever learn to just try the door? Uh, right. there, well, let's there's have a, a look. fancy version of one of those Euro Vault things down here. Okay. The Euro Vault program was something the Continentals came up with because they were worried about what might come of the ensuing war. The, the British system was much more reasonable. Um, they just moved everybody out to the country. Much more sensible prospect. Yeah. yeah Although a few similar-looking vaults have popped up here and there around London from time to time. This one, however, uh, does look fancier than any of the Euro vaults you've seen. And it has that same flag on it again. And inside... Behold, a slumbering frost maiden. <laughs> I say there's someone frozen in there. I wonder if they speak English. Oh, yes. I definitely think the language that we've been reading would suggest that they speak English. Oh, just not very well, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely have to go make a brew. It's a bit chilly. It does look rather cold. I think they could use a cuppa. Okay. I shall uh, try and work out the controls. Um, do I see any indication of the uh, Protectron anywhere? Um, it was back in the room with the nuclear reactor, and you hear it powering up now that the grenade's gone off. Uh, I will take up somewhere to provide cover. Okay. While uh, okay. being in cover. Simon, uh these aren't exactly difficult. There's a great big red button on the front that says emergency <laughs> release, push to open. I was building up my part in this process. <laughs> it's all right. You could flag that to Horatio. Here. I mean, it's written yeah, in Spanish. That sounds awfully that's any help. Yeah, Spanish? What the bloody hell is that? I shall press the big red button. And it begins the thawing cycle of... Pat, tell us about your character. <clears throat> Uh, Kathy Kitt is her name. And uh, yeah, she's uh, currently a popsicle. Uh, Daddy dearest Mr. Uh, Irving uh, Kitt uh, was the uh, embassy uh, ambassador. And he was given a spot here. Uh, but he sacrificed himself for his daughter dearest, who is now uh, defrosting, I suppose. <laughs> And I suppose she sort of speaks like this instead of the uh, usual accent, I would uh, profess. <clears throat> All right, so it's a quick thaw cycle because making you find out next week would be mean, Pat. Mean, Pete. I'm not that kind of person. Aww. Uh, now, you can be mean to me. Thinking of... Patrice Long. Thinking about <laughs> it, you got some rerolls earlier. I'm just going to dump those into some action points, uh, and I got one as well. So... Uh, I don't forget about them, because otherwise I will. <laughs> and this this freezer opens, and this slumbering princess who has unfeasibly clean skin and remarkably well-coiffed hair. Remember, it's been 200 years since anybody's been able to have access to like decent sanitation and hairdressers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to be quite upset about the lack of hairspray. <laughs> So you open your eyes, cat, kit, cot, Kevin, Kyle, kitty. One of the K words. One of the K words. <laughs> oh, Kathy, there we go. You open your eyes. Um, yeah, Daddy put you in here a couple of minutes ago and said, don't you worry, sweetheart, I'll get you out of here in no time. Uh, it's not your dad. It is instead Simon. Oh, oh, where? What? What were you? What have you done with my father? Where am I? Well, wait, no, I, I recognize it, but it's... What's happened here? Everything's covered in dust. What in the are blazes? You, you've been asleep for about 200 years. What do you mean, 200 years? My well, daddy said he was going to get me out of here in a chiff. It was just a warning. Yep, and he went up with the, with everywhere else. Everything's a mess. Everything's ruins. Everything's Everyone's ruins. dead. Yep. 
You mean the bombs dropped? All of them. All at once. Oh. Did for everything. But we should get you out of there because the ghouls will be here soon. And you oh. don't want to be hanging around when they're here. Especially not those glowing ones. Oh, God. What's a ghoul? Well, you'll probably find out when we're running. Running? Get kit. Kit, we're going. How do you know my name? Oh, it's on my... <laughs> yeah. Uh, holy smokes. The bomb's dropped. Did the... Did we win? No one won. Oh. Oh. What, what happened to the president? Um, what? I think, think you might have to ask Horatio that. He's probably, uh, probably in a better place to answer those kind of questions. Uh, has the I suppose... Has the Protectron shown its face yet? Uh, yes, the Protectron is kind of squeaking its way into view with a, a limp, one of its arms dangling by its side. Danger! Danger! Uh, I will fire! Ready to fire! That's right! So, fire! Ready to fire! Do I have any... Like, does the Protectron recognise me at all? Hasn't even made it no, into not the room pull, like... You don't even know me. <laughs> oh. Do you know who I am? Oh, that's terrible. Spang. Can I use, I like my, I use my re-roll? Um, well, I've converted it into action points, but you oh. can probably D, 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 take an additional major action by spending two action points. Oh, no, that's, that's probably not worth <laughs> well, if it. But that'd be you... another shot. I'd, I'd take the other shot. All right. Click, 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 click. That's better. Blah, blam. Okay, so roll for your damage. That's two successes on my on your roll. tag skill. So, oh, just tag. Yes, if it's a tag, no, you have to be below three for it to count as a crit. I see. So you've got two successes. Until your tag skill goes up past three, which you can't do until you're after third level, for some reason. Okie dokie. So, just a six damage, or do I add another one? For um, add success? another one, because an extra success is an extra success. All right, one, oh, one oh, that's two, terrible. Three, four. That is awful. Yeah. So, spang, your bullet glances off the creature's armoured hide. Are we in a gunfight, like in the movies? What's going on? Uh, we are. Um, I'll look around. There should be a locker. Um, there is a locker right nearby. Yeah, your stuff's going to be in that locker, and oh, I'll pull yeah. out me. I'll pull out my energy pistol and go and uh, back up Horatio. What are we fighting? Are, are they the ghouls? Um, no, this is uh, one of your um, robots. One of ours. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I that's... can just talk some sense into it. You can try if you like. Uh, all right. Well, where do you fall in the initiative order, Pat? I've got a 10 initiative. Oh, so you're on the same turn as same, same. Simon and the Protectron, yeah. which would be an awesome cartoon, by the way. <laughs> Simon the... I love it already. I'll watch that. Uh, one luck so I... to re-roll three combat dice. Thank you, Eldeth. Appreciate the tip. It's useful to bear in mind. Oh, wicked. Um, so uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend a point of luck. Okay. Now, you, when you spend a point of luck ahead of time, that does extra stuff. Yeah. I'm going to use my, my uh, mystery... Oh, you want to use your mystery person? I do. Excellent. So, yes, Everest Pre Preacher has the perk. Mysterious Stranger. Mysterious Stranger. Uh, you spend a point of luck, so you reduce your luck pool by one. Yeah. And at any point, a mysterious stranger can appear, make a single ranged attack against an enemy who you attacked or who just attacked you. So you have to either attack or wait for it to attack you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to point at the uh, point at the locker, 
say your stuff's in there pull my energy pistol oh, out and and then and head towards it so i won't be able, i won't be able to shoot this turn but okay next turn i will next turn you want to shoot it and have your mysterious stranger turn up and shoot it as oh, well oh yeah perfect such good and there there is the skill mysterious stranger for anybody who's wondering it's it's the plot device man with a gun basically which is excellent yeah. and so you go to assist your comrade in arms uh, but first, the Protectron. Where are you, Protectron? That's Mr. Handy. There you go, Protectron. Arm laser. <laughs> Shoots wide. Blasting at the wall all around the doorway because the target number of seven is really difficult to hit. Excellent. And then it is back around to your go. No, it's not. Yes, I was going to say, no one else has acted. Simon's told Pat to get stuff out of the locker and headed your way. Yeah. Pat's getting stuff out of the locker. So then it is indeed your go. Oh, I see. Okay, well, in which case... Ready, I'm fire! Ooh, a success and a complication. Always fun. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, roll your damage dice. Oh, look at that. A little bit better. Uh, three that don't do anything. One, two, three, four. And piercing vicious. Five damage. Take away one of its armour. Two points of damage. You shoot it. Blam. And this one was already damaged. You catch it right in the... Now nah, that's left arm. That's not going to work. There we go. Right in the torso. Do as you're told. And it goes down and kind of starts leaking battery fluid. Get you have defeated the second of the Protectrons. Oh. I like to think that Kit just like, you know, she's zipping herself up. She's got herself strapped on. She's like, all right, where is it? Let me talk to it. Maybe I can talk <laughs> some sense into the darn thing. Uh, what's the complication? The complication is that ferocious squeaks erupt from amongst the boxes. Now that their nemesis is out of the way, the mole rats who have been in hiding from it are about to swarm out and come get you. Join us next week on Gobbler Games for Attack of the Mole Rat Swarm. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yes, I will put that fight off until next week. Entirely reasonable. Uh, so apologies for the short session, folks. Um, however, I now know how to finagle the technology to do what I want it to do. And the answer is try and do two things at once. So we has been the Garblad Games. And you can always come and join us over on our Discord Uh, where you could find conversations about various games, shenanigans, gift wars, a uh, lovely conversation about who's having what for dinner when. Uh, lots of talk at the minute about the film for a game system of some kind. I'm, I don't know if you've heard of it. That's coming out soon. And news about what's happening on Garblag. Also cool merch now as well. You can also give us your 
Arthur 9000, thank you, Pete, for reminding me. Millie has released the playtest rules for her game Arthur 9000, which is a Saturday morning cartoon spectacular, one of those Knights of the Round Table slash sci fi mashups using the Year Zero engine. Got there in the end. I do know words. Uh, you can also subscribe to us to find out more. And you can do the other things. I can't remember what the other things are, Rog. Type the other things in. I'm trying to concentrate on too many things Patreon. at once. Patreon, yes. And you can find out more about Garblagage. Uh, later on today, the Americans are coming to do American versions of British accents because they're playing Acton Cthulhu. Shadows of Atlantis or whatever part of the adventure they're currently in. I lost track a while back and I'm struggling to keep up. And then that's us for this week. And then you can join us next week on Tuesday. Tuesday, in it, as they say in America when putting on a British accent. That's that's accurate. <laughs> when we're going to be playing some Coriolis. And then Wednesday. Roger, what's on Wednesday? On Wednesday, we have Shillings and Crossbones, the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition Pirate-ish game. And that's Crossbones, not Crossbows. That is Crossbones, using the Sea of Claws book. Yeah. And then we're back next Thursday, Son Simon, because Simon is going to go and watch... Uh, the football or the soccer for those of you who don't understand the concept oh it's the one with the kicking right <laughs> the one where you use your foot to kick the ball yeah. that's the one who you get to yeah, see Simon? yeah as opposed to football which is yeah they, they run around with the fusion cell and whoever's holding it last gets blown up sounds a bit more I'll like bruce cashy <laughs> <laughs> who are you watching uh england brazil And then, I know of those countries. Yeah, those are indeed countries. And then that's the week on Garblag, as it stands at the minute. Feel free to jump around and join us anytime you like. But it hath been a pleasure. And I know it's been a while since I've run a stream, so I apologise for my technical shenanigans again at the beginning, which if you're watching back on YouTube, you won't know anything about because Pete will hopefully have scrubbed my humiliation from the internet. So thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. And thank you very much, one and all. And I bid you good night. Toodle pip. <laughs>